This is a Liverpool Echo podcast on Anfield Plus, the home of your daily podcasts, bringing you the inside track from Liverpool FC. Hello, my name is Paul Wheelock and welcome to the Verdict podcast with our latest guest being Dominic King, the Northwest football reporter for the Daily Mail. Dominic, you okay? Very well, Paul. Good to have you on, mate. Well, we're here to look back at Liverpool's win over Brighton last weekend, look ahead to the trip to Leicester this weekend and discuss some of the major talking points surrounding the Reds at the moment and, and maybe a bit about Jose and Man United as well. Uh, but let's start with the 1-0 victory over Brighton at the weekend. It, it made it three wins from three for Liverpool. What was your verdict on it? Uh, a very good very good three points against the team that are going to get um, going to get a lot, of, a lot of points this season. I like Brighton. I like the manager. I like um, how they've um, established themselves in the Premier League after uh, they got through the difficult first season. I think they'll improve again because they've um, they've come up with a plan, uh, a, a a model that they're going to stick to. That's not going to jeopardise them, um, and they're going to take they're going to take points off people this year. I, um, they showed the week before when they beat Man United. So Liverpool weren't at the best. I wouldn't even um, attempt to say that they were, but. Within that performance, there were a lot of um, lot of good individual displays, uh, which I'm sure we're going to come to. But um, the the standouts for me were, were the goalkeeper and, and James Milner. Yeah, you did two pieces over the weekend and Monday, didn't you? Your your, ver- your live yeah. verdict over the weekend and your Monday considered piece. Let's start with Alisson. Yeah. I think I'm going to quote you there. He said he was cut from the same unflappable cloth as Virgil Van Dijk. Thought it was a great line, <laughs> and that's praise indeed, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean he's. Um, Speaking to the, uh, some of the lads who who playing with him, um, they've just—it's the confidence that the, the, that he's given them already. Um, he's so good with the ball that his, his feet. Um, he's just there's no sort of. Um, I, I I did my match report around the fact that he the chip over Pascal Gross. <laughs> um, you know, it takes a, a a confident boy to to do something like that in a in in a situation like that with you know the game still. In the balance, uh, so to speak, um, but he was never going to lose the ball, um, and I, th- I think it was a sort of moment that has it settled the crowd down and showed this is what he's going to be like all the time. I think that he'll it, make he'll make mistakes, not loads, but goalkeepers do make mistakes, and it, it, it's ridiculous to think that he'll go through the season blemish free, but. Um, he looks a proper keeper, uh, and he looks like he's someone who's going to be worth maybe eight to ten points for, for Liverpool. Yeah, maybe possibly more, um, because you could say that he's, he's already saved two on 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 uh, on Saturday with the the header from um, it was was that was Gross. Was yeah, that, yeah, 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 on, wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, it was a it was knockout who we chipped, and it was Gross's header, wasn't it? Yeah, forgive me, um, but um, the save was brilliant. Um, the and and his all round performance was just so measured, so good that it, he he set the tone. Any fears about his uh, ball playing kind of thing? Do you think there's a chance he might yeah, be caught out? Yeah, I, I dare say there will come a point because it, he did it against Napoli uh, in his first game. He looked a bit unsure, uh, not unsure, but just needed a second or two to gather himself. Um, and there'll be games where that that might happen in the Premier League, and he'll. He might get caught, but if he does, it's not going. He's not sort of. Um, it'd be wrong to sort of have the same sort of like reaction, like say if a carrier did it or uh, or Mignolet or you know other keepers around the league that that, that attract scrutiny. Um, 
he's this is Brazil's number one. He's keep you know. We all saw how good Ederson was for for Man City last season and how well he started this season, and he's keeping him out of the Brazil team. So that just I think that's the level of quality of play that Liverpool have got themselves. You know, it was the summer wore on and Carius had started pre-season, didn't mm. he? Did you ever have a feeling that Carius would would start the season? No, as no, I, 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 I was, um, I was, just, I, I was, I had a good feeling that he wouldn't. Um, I think the, the the game of Tramia was the sort of line in the sand, um, because it was it was admirable from from Jurgen Klopp. And it sort of shows how loyal he is to players that he um, wanted to sort of give Carriers the chance to to rebuild himself after the Champions League final. But fans aren't, aren't the same and don't look at it the same way. And there would have been a point where, say, say he'd have kept three clean sheets from, from the first three games, everybody would still be waiting for the mistake. And when the mistake came... It would be it reopen it all up, and you can't be in that sort of position because it's it's no good for the manager having to deal with that narrative. It's no good for the player in terms of wanting to rebuild his confidence. It's no good for the team because you can feel the the atmosphere in Anfield when when the, when there is a doubt about a player that it's not it doesn't settle people down. Um, so they had to make a decision, and it was obviously Allison or nobody, and. The fact that he could do a, a deal with Roma was um, was was will, will prove to be their long term benefit definitely. So Alisson most definitely number one. Carries has moved on to the six. That leaves uh, Simon Mignolet mm. in a bit of a funny position. And I know he's had a few. He, he seems an absolute superb professional first and foremost. Mm. But he's come out this week and said, you know, I want to play. Do you think anything's going to happen this week with him? I, I would. I would be. I would be amazed if it did. I would be amazed if it did because they can't afford to let him go. Um, Unless um, Keller is, I know he he holds Keller Keller in a, in a bit of regard, but it it'd be a big ass for a kid um, to be number two all the way through the season. Um, I think Simon Mignolet had his chances to go in, in early in the summer and, and didn't didn't take them. He wanted Fulham, um, Liverpool and Fulham couldn't do the deal. Um, he just has to sort of. Um, Accept his position now because you never know what happens. Yeah, you know, God forbid anything did happen, you know, and uh, to Allison, and he suffered an injury or whatever. But then all of a sudden, Mignolet's back in the in the mix. Uh, I can understand his frustrations. I also think this might not be a popular view, but I also think Simon Mignolet's been harshly treated at times. I don't think he's been anywhere near as bad as some people. It, it, oh, certainly over the last two years when he's played, has been anywhere near as bad as some people would. would 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 have you believe, um, he, he is he the best goalkeeper that Liverpool have ever had? No, uh, absolutely not. But um, I I just think back to the, the 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 season that they finished fourth and got back into the Champions League, and I think he he had a big say. He kept four clean sheets towards the end. Brilliant performance against um, Stoke, wasn't it? Saved yeah. the penalty against Chelsea that that was. Big in in the running, and I don't I don't think you can sort of forget that he he he's not he's not as I said he's not as terrible as some people would let you let you believe. So you think six months, Mignolet stays, maybe something they look at. Maybe, in yeah, maybe may, maybe maybe it will be maybe it will be something that uh, that that happens um, further down the line. But as things stand, 
we're going to sort of enter the um, the, uh, the, the, uh, the 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 carousel now, isn't it? It's just like game after game after game now, um, and there's there's no getting off it until Christmas. So he's got to be ready in case he's needed. Course. Let's move on to uh, a play. The other player you picked out for particular plays at the weekend, James Milner. He seems to be getting better with age, doesn't he? I I I feel sort of um, disrespectful to James Milner sometimes with the way I think. Uh, you look at the beginning of each season, you see the squad, and you see what players have come in and whatever, and you think, oh, he's going to struggle to play here. He's not going to, you know, maybe get the starts that he. he he would want, and then you see him play in pre-season. You realise that you know the form that he showed towards the end of last season is ha- hasn't dropped, and then he, he begins the season and he looks like he's gone up another level again. Uh, he would probably sort of sniff at that suggestion, knowing knowing the way that he is. But um, I just think he's been he's been he's been brilliant. He's he's a um, a perfect Jurgen Klopp player in the terms of energy, discipline. Ability, um, and he's. He, I'd say he's been man of the match two of the three games. Yeah, he's been absolutely top draw. What's he like behind the scenes when you get a chance to speak to him? What the other players think? Uh, he's a really, really, really popular uh, lad in the dressing room. He's um, he's probably the shop steward. He's the, <laughs> the one who um, implements the fine system. Um, He's he's got the respect of everybody. He's he's just he's just I don't want to damn him with faint praise, but he's he's one of the best professionals that you could ever meet. He does everything right, and everybody who speaks about him to you tells you the same thing that he does everything right. Preparations immaculate. Um, Monday to Friday, the work that he puts in, the same. Um, he just wants to be the the best that he can possibly be. He did an interview with us two years ago. I think before the um, the league cup final, and he said, you know, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want it all to finish, and I look back and think, I, I could have done, I could have done so much more. He's he's living for the for the minute and doing everything he can to to, to squeeze everything out of it. Yeah, you said at the start of the season, there were midfield reinforcements brought in, but him and Genie Ronaldo, if they give Klopp a bit of a problem, in a in a good sense. Um, <clears throat> I don't know whether a problem, but I think. I think if you, you said that to Klopp, he'd just sort of say, "Well, they're good players, and you know, to play for Liverpool yeah. now, you've got to be a good player." Um, is it a coincidence that they they are two players that never had anything to do with the World Cup? Mm. It could be, you know, the the, the revitalised and they they've shown the benefit of a, of a proper and Cater as well. Cater wasn't there, and that midfield three, you know. Now you think about it, they've all had a proper pre-season, played the games, done the minutes that they wanted. So um, that could be um, that could be something to think about. Maybe you know that the the feeling, the effects of having a rest and then a proper build-up. We won't be long, I imagine, before Jordan Henderson's back in. These are quite a little influential role off the bench the last couple of games. Yeah, um, he's just kept the the captain's um, the captain's a great player, and it's important to you know. I think people realise Liverpool are a, a, a better team when Jordan Henderson's in it. So um, his time will come when that you know he knows he'll have to be patient. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he started if, if there were some changes made at the at the weekend because uh, it would be really strange for Klopp to play four 
same teams. Four teams, yeah. yeah. But um, but we'll see. Do you think Liverpool, England, doesn't always go well together as we know, living on Merseyside? But do you think what Jordan Henderson's performances in the World Cup has helped, you know, increase his stock outside of, outside around there to to show what a good player he is? Yeah, maybe, um, maybe outside. Um, I, I think towards the end of last season, um, people were people really sort of. Um, Appreciated them for what he is, and I th- I thought it was uh, it was good when he um, when he came on against West Ham on, on on the first weekend. There was a there was a proper cheer from the stadium to say you know to to recognise that the captain was back, which mightn't have been the case two years ago. Um, but you know he he plays a role. He he's a different captain to what what Liverpool fans were used to over the last thirteen fourteen years. He's he's understated, and it's just you know. He's a vital cog, but he's not a headline grabber. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see him score a few more goals. I, I think he's got it. Well, I think he's got it within himself to score a few more goals. But the role that he plays is is crucial in keeping everything at the back and letting others go forward. So um, he's a selfless player, and um, you know he'll be here for a long, long time. One of those players who no doubt will uh, benefit from his unselfish work is Naby Keita. What have you made of him? There's a lot of hype around him, mm. and understandably, it's been a year in the making of the transfer. Has he been as good as everyone says? Yeah, yeah, I, I think. So. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I. Um, <clears throat> Saturday wasn't his best game. Um, again, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't sort of um, try and paint it, try and paint things a false way, just to sort of because someone's popular. Um, Saturday wasn't his best game, but I think. He looks. He just looks good. You just know that there's there's. It's going to take him, you know, maybe eight, ten games to really, really find his find his stride. But we've seen clips um, and flashes in, in in these first three games that have that have been really, really top draw. Um, the pass at Crystal Palace, then the 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 flick in the the pass at Crystal yeah. Palace. Um, how he helped set the first goal up against West Ham, um, with the the weight and weight and weight while everybody was wanting him to pass, and how he created the angle by that extra run forward. Um, no, I think he's. I think he could be. I think he could be a very very special player. I think he really. Yeah, I think he's got it all. Um, you can see this power in him and uh, energy and how he wants to get the ball back and whatever. I think he's a, he's a he's a perfect Liverpool player. So everything's going really well at the moment. Three wins out of three, continuing on the fantastic form towards the back end of last season. But Jurgen Klopp, is he the man in the hole, in the middle of all this, just trying to keep things level? Certainly before the season he was trying to do that, and after each game, even Saturday, he said, there's a lot of work to do, you know, he lost the plot. Is he just trying to keep everything in No, check? no, no. I, I, you know, he's, he's right to say that. and um, <laughs> it, might, it, it might sound an odd thing to say. You don't want to keep talking about good things. Um, because people become immune to it. Um, Liverpool's start of the season has been very, very encouraging. Um, but it's it's three games. Um, I remember it was two was it two thousand two two thousand and three. They they were top of the league at the beginning of November. They'd won they'd won nine and drew three of the first twelve games, and everybody thought this is this is it. And then they never won for twelve games. Mm-hmm. So things can happen. And change dramatically very quickly. Um, I do think Liverpool have got an outstanding chance of of, of winning the title this season. I, I really do. 
but to say they're going to do it after after three weeks and after three weeks in in August is 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 ridiculous. The time to start really sort of believing that they they can do it um would be would be around January. I mean, I, I might I might be contradicting myself there, but um. Yeah, you, you get what I mean. Yeah. Uh, they, they they look like they've got all the tools to do it. Now they need to get the results, and the manager is right to sort of keep an eye, you know, to to keep everything in check because the the worst thing, the worst thing that could happen is the expectations just like you know to go at a ridiculous level. Um, there's you look at how good Tottenham were last night. Yeah. Look how good Chelsea have been so far, and then that's without even mention how good Man City are. Um, now it's going to be a hell of a fight this season but they are, they are right in the fight let's talk about some of the rivals then how they've started the season as well City if it felt like an opportunity on Saturday after they dropped points but was that as, is that not a bad result in a way do you think Wolves will take over over the scouts yeah, this season yeah yeah um, well I, I write Peter Crouch's column um, and he played uh, for Stoke against Wolves in a, in a pre-season friendly at the end of July, and he told me he said they'll be, they're going to get a lot of points this season. Um, it's taking them a little bit of time to find the feet. They're going to, it's going to be naive at times, just simply with the players that they've got that haven't played at the, in the Premier League. But um, the manager's very progressive. Plays plays football a good way. They came up from the, the Championship. Catching everybody's eye, um, they've got the money to do it. Um, the money to sort of um, build on the plan so they they, they Molyneux is not going to be easy for anybody um, so no um, they, they're, they're a good side and I mean but you look at City they hit the bar three times yeah it could have been 4-1 you know and that's what Wolves playing really well so let's not kid ourselves about how good how, you know about about Man City or like thinking they're weak in some sort of way because they're they're, they're not they're, they're absolutely not yeah and Liverpool have probably been the team most tipped to challenge City this season but you just mentioned Tottenham then and I know Harry Kane last night turned around and thinking he had a little dig at Liverpool saying you know it's up to them to show the money now kind of thing you know because not many people have been talking about Tottenham not signed any players yeah. are they the real deal do you think they are they are um I'd go as far to say is they they were the best team I seen around field last year in the two two. Yes, yeah, I thought they were brilliant that day, um, and it might seem a bad th- mad thing to say given how far Man City won the league by. But if I'm actually seeing the team that came to Anfield and impressed me most, it was them. Um, I I I love I think the manager's brilliant. I, I loved them last night. I thought um, you know people talked about them not signing players, but you go through the people that that are on the bench and waiting to come back and the depth they've got. Who would they? Who would they've? They've got the. Who would possibly have improved that team last night? Yeah. M- maybe. You're probably talking Gareth Bale or something yeah. like that. You 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 know if Gareth Bale being available to come back. Him playing on the left hand side and and then Ericsson in the middle. But then what do you do with Deli Ali? Yeah. So. Um, and Mora was good as well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So th- that's the kind of, you know, th- that's the kind of level there at Tottenham. Um, and it was something that Jamie Carragher said on um, Monday Night Football as well. Um, that, that struck a chord. They finished above Liverpool later the last nine seasons. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, let's give them the, give them the credit and respect that they deserve. Um, they're going to be, 
they're going to be right in there. They're, they're a top team. Everything about them is top. An Anfield Plus podcast from the Liverpool Echo. An Anfield Plus podcast from the Liverpool Echo. On the opposite end of the spectrum at the moment, Man United. Yeah. Uh, he's had a fair few things, Jose Molina, to say about Liverpool in pre-season, but yeah, he seems to have to be concerned by his own shop at the moment, doesn't he? It's, it's not going well for them. No, the the narrative for the he's he's set the narrative and the tone for all. Is there's there's been so much negativity coming out of everything that he said from like the middle of July onwards, from when they were when they first arrived in America. There was nothing positive anywhere to say, and that transmits. There's, I mean, there's one little thing that sort of sticks in my mind about it all. It was the game that Liverpool played against them in Michigan. He was asked by um, an American reporter about Eric Bay, or uh, he'd explained that um, Bay had said to him that um, he wanted to play against Liverpool, even though he was slightly injured. Because Chris Smalling had been hurt in the warm up, and he didn't. And, and Bailly said he didn't want a young lad to be subjected to playing against the Liverpool's, you know, forward line. Um, so he was ready to step forward. So Mourinho said, "Yeah, you know, great, great." And then someone just turned around and said, "Well, is he a leader for you?" And he said, "No." <laughs> and it was one of those things where you just sort of think, "Well, why, why have you said positive about him and then killed him in the next sentence? Yeah. What, 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 what's that going to do to the lad's lad's confidence?" Um, he's 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 responsible for it all. I can't see it lasting. I I I just don't see it lasting. Um, I think he knows that he can't beat Man City. Uh, but the thing as well that that struck me last night was how um they uh the way they reacted to going two goals down was like against Liverpool against West Ham a few years ago and um in Brendan Rodgers' final weeks. He sort of had an idea of how he wanted to play, and then it went to two nil to West Ham, and he uh, made a change straight away. Went to three at the back, and it just sort of there was no sort of cohesion to anything what was going on, and you sort of get a similar um, impression of that. That that's what happened with Man United now. You've covered Liverpool big football clubs for, for a number of years now. You know when you have that kind of disharmony between the board, players, manager. Does it, or particularly seems to be the board and the manager. Does that transmit to the field eventually? Does you know does it seep throughout everything? Yeah, because it's 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 all it, it's all over. It, it's. It, it. I remember Liverpool towards the towards the end of, of Rafa's time. I mean that was that was, that was just awful in terms of the um, Hicks and Gillette and Perslow, Christian Perslow and Rafa and the the characters in the squad then and. Um, when there's no harmony, you can't you can't hope you can't hope to prosper. You might get the odd results. You might you you know you could possibly go far in a cup like Liverpool did with the Europa League that year. But there will always be, there'll, there'll come a point when it all falls down. It it just it can't continue. If 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 there's this harmony and negativity around the club, the, the team isn't gonna isn't gonna progress. It ju- it just isn't. Look at Arsenal. Look at Arsenal. Um, you know, and and how far they fell last year, um, it's just it, it it's it's unsustainable. And is that the good thing about Liverpool and I suppose City and Tottenham the same? It seems like everything and everyone is on the on the same page. Yeah, it's yeah, it's taken a while for it's it's taken a while for Liverpool to get on this footing. It's taken a while for Tottenham to get on this footing because you know 
was it four, five years, five years ago since um, Rias Boas was sacked and they had Tim Sherwood and what whatnot. Yeah. Um, it's patience. It's patience and knowing I'm working to a plan. Man City work to a plan. Yes, they've 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 had an awful lot of money and been able to go and get the best and the best, but it it it's all been meticulously planned. It's been ten years in in, in the making of this, you know. So, um, Everton are going to try and do the same, you know, and and, and build something there. Um, but you can't just like sort of come in and start going money, 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 um, and um, and hope to get results. Oh, and and you can't hope to get results if players are feeling bad and there's there's you know there's a theme between the board and the manager. It it just it just doesn't work. Back to Liverpool on the field, and you know United have got the struggles in defence. That the same cannot be said. The Reds, how impressed and how big a sign is Virgil Van Dijk being in these last you know eight and nine months? He's um, he's yeah. <laughs> We're back to the uh, unrelenting positivity, aren't we? Um, I, I did a piece about him at Crystal Palace last week, and I watched. But I was basically watching him for ninety minutes, and he was he's an he's a monster. He's just uh, everything that you could want from a from a central defender. He's got size, pace, reads the game, can pass, he can head, uh, he's calm. Um, you never see him make a sliding tackle. You never see him in a position where he's like he's sort of turning or he's caught out. He sees everything like you know. He read is reading of the games in top class. Um, you know they they paid an awful lot of money for him, but. I think the the biggest thing that you can say in to 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 how quickly he's settled is that nobody mentions him to the fee. Yeah. Apart from, apart from uh, people in the media like like myself. Um, <laughs> but um, obviously, people will will look at him when he signed and think, you know, that's that's a huge price tag. They were waiting. They were waiting for mistakes. They were waiting for any signs of being shaky and whatnot. But he's. He's just he's just taking it all in a stride. He's just a, a, a top player, a really, really top player. And the lad alongside him, Joe Gomez. Yeah. You know, he's really making that place his own at the moment. Yeah, and delighted to see uh, I'm delighted to see him um making the progress that he's doing. Um because he had a um a really horrible end to the season. He sacrificed himself in that game against Stoke, um, for the team. Uh, and it cost him the Champions League a place in the Champions League final. It cost him the World Cup, um, but um, he's 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 a player with with, with a lot of ability. Um, he's got his head on the head screws on the right way. Can, yeah, he's committed to being uh, improve himself, um, and I think you, um, I think he'll be a Liverpool central defender for a long time to come. I think there'll be times this season when he comes out. Um, there's Dejan Lovren doesn't deserve to sort of you know be cast to one side because he had, he had a great end to last season he probably might have been man of the match in the Champions League mm-hmm. final him and Andy Robertson and, and Mane um, but um, now I think he's you know is Joe 21 is he just 21 so he's you know he's got a load a load of time in front of him and um, you know he's, he's he's happy here he's loves working the manager and yeah, he's, he's, he's got it all in front of him Think he'll be back in for that England squad when yeah, it's announced in a few days. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Um, him and Trent will be in it. Um, I don't think they'll be considered for the under twenty ones anymore. Um, I think they've they they've progressed now. They they've they've gone up a level. Um, 
So, um, and they'll be there on Merth. Just before we look ahead to the weekend, and also Champions League draw, obviously, later this week. Uh, let's talk about the front three. Salah scored two in three games, Mane's got three, Firmino's back, but there's still a train of thought that they're not quite hitting those peak of the powers. No, they're not. They're not. Um, they're not at all. Um, Mane didn't play well on on Saturday, but he'd been very good in the first two games. Um, Salah, I was, I was, funnily enough, I was just I was having a chat with someone before about Salah, um, and I don't think I don't think he's he's knocked anyone's eye out with his with his brilliance so far, but he's got two goals and if he carries on the rate that he's doing now, he'll he'll, he'll score forty again. <laughs> um, so uh, and Firmino, yeah, people, you, you can't sort of make hard and fast judgments after three games because he's basically only been back in work a month. Firmino, it might be another four or five weeks before he's really at a, at a level to to show what he did last season. Um, that we live in an era now, don't we? Where it's like, you know you've got to make a hard and fast judgment after every single game, yeah. you know and what what it means. And sometimes you need to just step back and have a look at it and think about you know, it. It's going. To, it, it is going to take him time. It, it, it is just going to take him time to get into that rhythm. But once he does get into the rhythm, he'll score twenty goals and. He'll be, you know, he'll be he'll be a menace like he always is, um, one of the most important players in the team, um, and that's just you know that's just that's just the way it goes. He signed a contract in the summer. Salah signed a contract in the summer. Man. I know Mane's got three years to go, but is that any kind of concern? You know, no, no. Mane will get a contract um, whenever basically they want to start talking. Yeah. There's no way Liverpool are gonna. Uh, no way Liverpool are going to let him go. Yeah. Um, there was there was obviously talk in the summer with um, Real Madrid, but when it was when it was put to Liverpool, they just said no way. There's like no chance. He's not he's not going. He's he's been here for two years. He's got three years to go. We think the world of him. We want to you know we want to reward him and give him give him a contract that reflects what he's um, what he's doing. Mane's relaxed about it all. Um, his agent's the same as um, Cater. They've got a great relationship with the club. I don't. I don't think there's any any problem there. Um, if there is, it would take me by surprise. But he doesn't look. You know, he's he's a happy lad around the place, and I think as soon as the um, as soon as he wants to do, he'll do. I know he didn't have his best game against Brighton, but the two before that, he was fantastic. Yeah, uh, and he'd been, he'd been, he, you could see that was coming from pre-season with how he how he played there. You know. He started off against um, in the Man City, Man City game, and against Man United, he just looked looked sharp and ready to go, and, and that that's how he's and that's how he's he's begun. Saturday, Leicester. Do you think changes? You know, Klopp talks maybe about him. He might need to be a bit more fresher than they were in the second half against Brighton. Mm, possibly, possibly, um, possibly. I mean, the front three will always be the front three. Um, Particularly at, the, at at this stage, because they've only been doing one game a week, can't see the defense changing too much, unless there's an there's an injury that we know about. But uh, I can't see that changing. Maybe 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 he'll rest Wijnaldum, bring Henderson back in. I don't know, but uh, possibly one there, one in, one in midfield. Maybe Cater might be the one, saying that you know, um, given that he came off on. 
on Saturday. Maybe it would be Ronaldo Henderson and, and um, Milner as, as the three, and then Cater to come off the bench. Like that could possibly be, be something. Um, but it's going to be a, it's going to be a very tough game. I like Leicester. I yeah. think Leicester have got a. I think Leicester. I've got a chance to sort of get like that sixth or seventh place this season. Them and be between them and Everton. Um, if if Arsenal continues to look as vulnerable as they as they do, um, yeah, I think it could be. I, I like them. I know the ma- the manager doesn't seem to be popular, and there's been stories about him already. But I think you know he, he did a good job at Southampton, didn't he? He did, yeah. Um, and he's got you know he's got a, a good CV uh, with Leon. Remember uh, Leon team that I think they knocked Liverpool out of the Champions League, didn't they? So. Um, no, Liverpool are going to have to be well, well, well aware of what what they can do. Before then, on Thursday's Champions League draw, before we talk about those permutations, I remember speaking to you last uh, on these one of these podcasts. Was I think it was before the City second leg, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. All know what happened that night. All yeah. know what happened in Rome and Madrid. I know it ended in pain in Kiev, but how thrilling a ride was that to to report on and watch that season? Oh, it was um, the, that first leg of the semi final. Well, will stay with me all my life. Uh, I sent a message on to me, um, my wife to tell me, me, my little boys who were watching it to just say like, you know, you're gonna have to try and remember this all your life because yeah. Liverpool being up five nil in the first leg of a European <laughs> Cup semi final is is something that it might never happen again. That it it re- it really might not. It, it was it was freakish what they what they did that night. Um, and seeing people coming and. Coming down um, at half time when it was 2 0 and it could have been 4 0, and the look on people's faces, they've seen what have we seen there. Um, they played Real Madrid at the wrong wrong time, um, maybe possibly underestimated how good Real Madrid are. Um, that was their, their peak, they got beaten by one of the best goals you, you, you've ever seen, but they got to the Champions League final and they can't be sort of. Uh, Yes, of course it was. Of course, it hurts any any fan to to see them lose lose the, the European Cup final. But what an unbelievable achievement to get there when nobody expected it. And some of the football they played, you know, that first half against Man City, against Roma, the the the, the, the way they started off in Rome as well. I mean, let's not forget the 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 leading here. Yeah. You know. Um, and now the everything about it was, you know, was the, did they score more than thirty five goals? Yeah. <laughs> How many times did they score seven twice? Yeah. All the fives, the five in Porto. You know what? A, what an adventure that was. Um, and I just think what they, what they showed in in that Champions League run is, and what they've shown in in periods of um, Premier League as well. They are going to win a trophy at some point. Yeah, they are. They are. It would be. It would be freakish if they didn't. With the players that they've got, with the managers that they've got, and the money they've spent, I I don't see how they don't win something. Um, whether it's whether it's league and FA Cup or whatever, but I just I just think that it's all there for them to win something. I I really do believe that. What have you felt? You're obviously on the tour with America, and you've you've covered the first three games of the season. Is today? A sense and feeling within the camp that they they want to you know do it and win something after well, going so close. Yeah, you know, to, of, yeah, of course they do. Of course they do. But I don't know whether it's, it's for for people to sort of um, 
players aren't like the fans now. There's not so if you speak to the players about it all, they're all just like sort of very um, matter of fact. No one, no one gets carried out. No one's getting sort of carried away by anything. Yeah. Because like like I said, it's it's only it's only three games. Um, it's. It, they're sort of they're realistic about like the challenge that they face, and they know the the quality of teams they're up against. But equally, they've got confidence in their own ability, and I think they you know the hunger to win something as well. You know, I mean, they're all fabulously well rewarded for what they do. Um, but at the end of the day, it might be a cliche, but it's a cliche because it's true. They want to sit there and you know remember what you got it. Yeah, yeah. So the Champions League, do you think Liverpool? We'll find it harder this year because people know exactly what they're about. But or is it easier to say than, than to stop? I think yeah. I think it's 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 sort of it's easier said than done stopping them. Um, I don't think they. I don't think they'll get to the final again. <laughs> it'd, be, yeah. it'd be ridiculous to to think they they could. But maybe it's maybe it's sort of maybe we're sort of in that cycle now where the Premier League might sort of have the the edge. Like like they did when um it was Mourinho Ferguson and Benitez um around two thousand five to two thousand and nine because you you look at Real Madrid with Ronaldo going um to Juventus are they going to be as strong as they were probably not even though you wouldn't sort of discount them but I I can't see them winning it again even though it would probably be. Then to win it in Atletico Madrid's ground would probably be the greatest thing yeah. they've, they've ever done. Yeah. Um, Barcelona, Barcelona, not saying anything disparaging about them because what a, what a wonderful team they've been for so long. But can they be as brilliant? I I I I personally think the team to beat this year will be Juventus. Yeah. Yeah. With Ronaldo. Yeah, but the 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 right age, the 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 managers. The manager's top draw, everything about them has been set up um, to win this. And I know he hasn't scored in his first two games, but I've seen, I seen his first game at um, Kievo and I've seen what a team they are. And they they absolutely battered Kievo for, for for 40 minutes. It was, it was just like attack against defence, and they, were, they, they could have won it. They could have won it 6 2. Uh, they were just, it was, they're a top side. I think whoever beats them will win it. Yeah, just a final one then, because I suppose there was a lot of there was a lot of joy what Liverpool did in last season, and particularly in the Champions League. But obviously, rival fans were quick to to jump on and have, and have a laugh when when they lost the final. But and people say Klopp is record in finals. Do you think that's harsh? Do you think? Do you think? What does he have to to win something when the next time he gets there? I think yeah. Um, he knows himself. He's got to win one. He, he, he knows. Yeah, he's, he has got to win one. Um, with a bit of luck, it could you know. It is it is it's it's a remarkable sort of sequence that he's had, um, but Borussia Dortmund really really unlucky against Bayern Munich in that in that Champions League final five years ago, really really unlucky. Um, Man City, in the the Carling Cup, as it was, it was yeah. the Carling Cup then whatever it's the league. <laughs> um, penalties, they should have beaten Seville. They should they should have had Seville out of sight. That 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 was a that was a that was a that was an opportunity missed. Um, I'm not I'm not saying anything. I'm not degrading Seville 
because they were, they were a fabulous team but they should have been out of sight by half time it should have been 2-0 and game over uh, and the way they crumbled in the second half was, was, will live with them a long time they probably just played one of the greatest Real Madrid teams of, of all time being beaten by one of the best goals that you've ever seen in the final um, so and didn't play well I, I, I don't think I don't think Liverpool got to the heights that they, they, they had done in, in Kiev but um, no I think as I said I, I think the time's come for Liverpool to, to, to win something anything they need it one in one since 2006 probably isn't isn't good enough by any stretch of the imagination it, it needs to change we'll see starting Saturday the quest for the Premier League title Dominic thanks very much for joining us mate and we'll catch up again later in the season pleasure Paul thank you you've been listening to an Anfield Plus podcast on the LFC Echo app